You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and an intuitive energy curator. So today's episode is kind of continuing this series on dream life manifestation and it's a little bit of a mixture of a few different analogies that have come to me in the last week in this area of exploration that I've been doing. Now this one came to me kind of just randomly from spirit. I was sitting thinking about it but then it's come up in conversation and it's been really helpful in dream life manifestation sessions as well. The best thing about it, though, is that it's pretty simple once you wrap your head around it. So as the title of this episode, I'm pretty sure is going to have in it. The idea is that our dream life and being able to manifest it, knowing that we can have what we desire is actually the rule and not the exception. And how this came in was that It was showing me how rare we think it is for someone to be able to live their dreams or manifest what it is they desire in life. We seem to think that it's only certain people or only people with special abilities or certain advantages. And while that does feed into it a lot, there are privileges that some people have. The idea that I was receiving from spirit is that it's not supposed to be that way. That is a human construction that we were never really supposed to live by. And part of this is because there's laws or rules that we're living by that actually go against the laws of the universe. Now, there are different laws and different viewpoints that I was seeing around this. So the laws of the universe being like the law of attraction, the law of assumption, assuming that things you are desiring are already true or already a reality for you. All of these universal laws are what I was seeing as the actual rule. Like that's actually how we are supposed to be living. And instead, we're following these limitations that were created by humans, like that it needs to be hard to get what we want. Hard work is what gets us where we need to go. And, you know, only having certain connections will move you forward. All of these things that we place as limitations on ourselves, feeling not good enough, making ourselves feel like we need to compare ourselves to each other. All of these things, one by one, become these rules that make it seem more and more clear that it's the exception to be happy and fulfilled and feeling joy in our life. But that is not where we're headed. So maybe in the past, this has been the majority. But the what, what they were showing me is that this big shift that's happening on the planet right now 
And they're showing me that this particular season, this Leo season, is really shifting for a lot of us our perspectives around what we have right now versus what we would desire to have. And that there's actually a very small gap between there. And that a big part of it is making these kinds of shifts. And so the last episode, which I didn't really share all that much because I knew there was another piece coming, but this idea that subtle shifts can have a big impact, this is a big part of it, is just making these little switches in our brain. And it takes a long time of saying the same thing to ourselves over and over again before it really sinks in and becomes truth in our brains. So this may not be an overnight thing. I feel like nothing really is overnight necessarily, but it could be for some people. It could be a switch that once it's turned on and your belief changes and you become more certain of a different reality that you'd like to have and it does start to show up. But it may take a while for some of us who are a little more skeptical. You've heard how many times in the last year Emily and I have said cautiously optimistic when hopeful and happy cards have come up or different astrological transits that seemed very positive. We were hesitant to lean into that. And now we're just coming around to think maybe that actually is the reality. Maybe we could have be living that reality. So don't feel bad if it's taken you a while to start trusting in general that your dreams are meant to be a reality. But making these kinds of shifts, like switching it from the exception to the rule and believing that you are supposed to have that, that it's already there for you and that you're just finding your way to it or it's finding its way to you or both, whatever your belief is around that, I think is a shift that will be very I want to say like it will be very fruitful and you'll be able to see the results of making that shift. I'm going to try and keep this episode short, but the other piece that kind of came in as just like a phrase repeating in my head around this was the phrase, the countdown is on. Now, I said this in an actual context where there is an actual con uh, countdown. And it's related to someone very close to me and something that's been a dream for them for a long time. And it's actually a tangible thing now. And it felt so good to be able to celebrate that. But what happened was what I've said a few times, I think, on this podcast where I say something and it's like just a genuine part of a conversation, but it sticks in my brain as like a clear audience sign that there's more to come around that theme. And what it was showing me is that if we're having trouble, even let's say like switching from human to universal laws and some of these bigger perception shifts, what we can start to do as an affirmation, instead of trying to say like, I am this new version of myself and all of the other things we're trying to do, we still want to keep doing that. Like I'm going to keep listening to my dream life meditations. I'm going to keep reminding myself that it's the rule. But it may take a while before that actually starts to sink in and I start to feel it in my body as clearly as I might need to in order to get where I'm going. But something that I was being shown was that when you say the countdown is on and you're excited, it doesn't matter what the context is. You don't even need to know what the countdown is to. You don't need to know how far away it is. If you keep, if you wake up and you say that to yourself, it was showing me that 
as long as you're doing the other work and you've journaled or you've made a list of what you'd like to manifest or you know how you want to feel when you get there, whatever piece of it you're currently working on in your dream life manifestations, if you just get up and whenever you're starting to feel like you're doubting yourself or you're just in a funk, just look in the mirror or just say out loud to yourself, the countdown is on and do something to celebrate, whether it's clinking a glass or just being excited, jumping up and down, whatever it is that's going to make you feel it in your body, then your body will feel like there's something coming. And I'm being shown that if you've already set your intentions, you've already stated what it is you are manifesting or what you know is a reality you're moving towards, then that's just this way of like making it feel real so that when you are saying those other things to yourself and you are doing the meditations and visualizing that future, being able to end that with the countdown is on and just feeling excited, even if you don't fully believe it yet, there's it's a faster way of getting there because I'm being shown that like we know what a countdown usually is for. Sometimes, sure, it could be for something negative, but most of the time, if we're actively counting down to something, it's like Christmas morning or a trip or something we're excited about. And that is like ingrained in us. So that was just another tip that sort of was shown to me for building excitement around something that you are assuming. And this goes to like the law of assumption, which I'm not an expert on, but it's this idea of just acting as if the thing is already there or just assuming that because you desire it, it is already in existence and it is yours. And so it's just another way of phrasing it so that your body actually can get on board and your emotions can start to match that energy. Another thing that came up was another analogy. It was this idea that when you're learning how to drive and someone's trying to explain very simply like how to focus when you're driving, they say to you, you end up driving where you're looking. So you want to be looking ahead. And in defensive driving, you don't just look at the car directly in front of you. You look further ahead as well. You have to kind of be doing both. Yes, you have to know what's going on immediately in front of you in case someone breaks or something happens or something runs in front of you. But you also need to be looking further ahead to see if there's an accident ahead or a sharp turn in the road or a blockage or a red light, whatever it is. You need to be doing both. And so what they were showing me was that if you consider that like the distance, the horizon, as far as you can see, that is your dream. That is where you're headed. When you're going somewhere familiar, you don't really have to think about it. You can kind of zone out. So what they're showing me is that we need to be more focused on the road ahead and where we want to go and really feeling into that. And then just trusting the next steps forward, trusting that you're going to keep driving in a straight line as long as you're kind of doing that back and forth and quickly checking, right? Doing those quick checks. But if you are just excited about the destination, the countdown, that whole energy, you'll naturally find the next steps. And I was being shown like when you have a big goal, that's usually as soon as you start taking one step towards it, taking one action that says to the universe, yes, I know that I'm actually going to get there. 
the rest of the synchronicities and the spirit crumbs just start to naturally line up. And that's what it was showing me is that the car length in front of you is, you know, not going to be something that you really need to pay 100% full attention to if it's, if there's no indirect, if there's no blockages, if there's no cars in front of you and it's just basically open road, you're going to notice when there's another car, that part you don't have to question. So if you just assume that it's a clear road ahead and that you'll notice any blockages and deal with them as they come. But the idea is that you need to be looking further ahead more than you're looking right in front of you. Yes, you have to check in and make sure you're on track here and there. But in the grand scheme of things, when you, if you're moving forward and you're trusting, then the speed is going to keep going. If you start questioning yourself, then you'll start taking your foot off the gas. You'll start maybe pressing the brakes and not good for fuel consumption and also not good for getting to your destination because you'll start to hesitate and you might decide to turn the car around or you may get distracted by an exit that's not the right one. Not that it means you won't ever get there. But I think a lot of us do that. We take an exit that's familiar. We go, oh, wait, I know where this road goes. I'm not sure what's ahead there. There's nothing in ahead of me. So maybe I'll take this side road. And maybe that's fine. Maybe right now, at least you're, you've still moved forward. You're still closer to that destination. Maybe it's a little day trip, you know, a little side trip, a little detour. That's fine. But the idea is that you don't stay there too long and then you get back on this made road and just trust that the highway is headed where you need to go. Another visual that came in this whole driving thing was that when you're being taught about like night driving and when there's a car coming towards you and I remember being in class for this and they say like what do you do if there's headlights you know coming in your direction it's going to hurt your vision. And in my head, I was like, well, I guess the only choice is to really kind of look off to the side a little bit and trust as same as the other analogy that I'll keep going straight. I'll keep going where I was looking right before the car passed me. And when I said it or like thought it, I remember thinking, oh, that's probably wrong. I'm sure there's actually like a maneuver for this. And they were like, that's what they said. They were like, you just look to the side where the line is on the road and then look back again. And I was like, when I was, I thought that was like, oh, that was too easy, but makes sense. But when this analogy came up, I was like, yeah, that's true. We do always have those, not always, not every road, but in general, I'm thinking of a highway whenever I think of this, but those lines in the road are also there for us to have guides. And so the idea that we have spirit guides, we have ancestors, we have people on our path that keep us going. Even when it's dark and we can only see right in front of us, we know what it looks like during the day. We know what the road ahead, how far we can normally see. So we can trust that if going a little bit at a time and trusting where you're going earlier in the day was getting us where we needed to go, then it will also do that when it's a darker time, when we're less certain, when maybe there isn't as much to look forward to and we aren't really feeling it and we aren't really feeling confident that these lines on the road a lot of times they're even reflective to make sure that we see them and to keep us safe sometimes there's even those 
pieces of ro- patches of road where if you start to go off, it makes a loud noise to get your attention to make sure you don't fall asleep at the wheel. And so it was showing me that that's another way of us looking at our path is that, yes, we may take a detour here and there. Yes, there may be times when it's dark and we're not sure where we're going. But if we just keep trusting that we've maintained the vehicle, we've cared for our bodies, we've done all of the things that we need to do to stay balanced, that we're going to be okay and we will get there. And then a phrase that came up with that was that your attention is where your energy goes in general. So just trusting that that is the main takeaway from this analogy and to not forget about what drives you and what motivates you to move forward and the reasons why you have these goals and the feelings you're going to have when you get to them. And then today I saw a a TikTok and it was by, his handle is Kevo, K-E-B-O. And he was talking about a book, which I haven't read, called Thinking Fast and Slow, I think. But this phrase that he read from it made so much sense because it goes back to having to hear things a bunch of times and maybe taking an exit before we mean to because it's familiar. And the phrase was, familiarity is not easily distinguished from the truth. And in this um, TikTok that he did on this, he was talking about how being delusional actually does work in our favor. If we say the same thing to ourselves over and over again, we eventually will start to believe it because, as it says, familiarity is not easily distinguished from the truth. If something is said enough times, it becomes familiar and we don't have to think about it anymore. And then we are able to just zone out when we're driving and all of a sudden get to the destination. So that I felt just kind of tied together this whole idea. And it was funny because I, like I said, even last week when I did the episode on the subtle shifts and a few different things, I was like, I know there's more to this. And even this week I was going to record this earlier. Again, it's Monday night as per usual, but I was just like, there's another piece that I just feel will like tie this together that like brings that home. So it's just funny because of course, TikTok, one of the things my guides are trying to get me to stop doing so much, but that just happened to be the piece where I was like, yes, this is exactly what I needed to hear today because we do need time to adapt to like a new version of ourselves. But it doesn't mean we won't get there. It just means we may need to hear it a bunch of times before it becomes familiar. And that's where having the little tricks like the visualization of the road or saying the countdown is on or reminding ourselves that having our desires met is a rule, not an exception. All of these pieces just help us with that. And I've actually started to, I think, believe more in my own dreams because I've been doing the dream life reading so much in the last couple of weeks. I've actually been fortunate enough to do quite a few of them. And each one, there's always a challenge, obviously, that people have to get where they're going. But a lot of the time it is overcoming a limiting belief or trusting ourselves to speak up or trusting that we are ready to take the leap. There's always a bit of trust and a little bit of a mindset shift that is going to come before you're able to start to see tangible proof of your dream life. 
But what's been amazing for me to feel into is in almost every person's session that I've done, I could feel that it really was a matter of subtle shifts, getting them where they're going, that they're already so close. They've done so much of the work. But because we've gotten used to that rule being that you have to work really hard, we think we are still in that part of it. But realistically, now we're at that flipping point where it's like, no, we've done work. We've worked on ourselves. We've done all these things. Our intentions are very um, aligned with who we are. And now we are ready to just start allowing it to flow with ease. And it's just a matter of believing that we deserve to have. So I do have some spots available for those readings. But just in general, I hope that you are feeling closer than ever to your dreams. And I hope that at least one of these tips will help you to really hold that vision. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.